I was like, <laughs> like Disney, y'all are y'all are wilding. Like y'all are no. <laughs> I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that either. Oh in, in four in 4K. Oh, but thank you. It was good. Welcome to the KTSC app, episode 42. If you do nothing, we just kick it. Definitely uh, subscribe on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, whatever this podcast. We have uh, all our hosts, uh, you know, coming together like the Infinity Stones. We have the Hasty Savage, uh, Marcus Sniffles, and uh, the lovely El Chapa. What's going on, y'all? Hola, hola. Doing good, doing good. I, I'm. Uh, I just started doing my taxes again. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to jail. So I don't <laughs> know how many more episodes I'm going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that later on. Mister Savage, how are you doing this week, good brother, my king? This week I will be known as the king of Zamunda. Jesus wow. of America too. This man is. You know what? Wakanda forever. There we go. We, we out here. All right. We went there. Yes. So you know what? Let's 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 pivot. So Marcus, if y'all haven't paid attention, well, all the people on Twitter have been crying about getting their stimmy because apparently everybody's down bad without this fourteen hundred dollars crying about it, like, oh, I need my stimmy. I should have voted for Trump. I'm never voting for all Dems down the ballot again. Like, come on, bro. Literally no Republican voted for the stimulus. Not not a single one. So y'all need to relax. Now, all the people saying they should have voted for uh, 45, if y'all voted for 45, y'all won't be getting shit, except like insurrections and more racism. So chill the fuck out with that shit. Read a book, listen to a podcast, educate yourself. Now that the stimulus dropped, I have been scoping out uh, numerous people on Twitter with uh, multiple children, and I've been DMing them uh, messages saying, hey, you know, if you need, you know, I want to send you congratulations, just send me your address, and I will personally stop by and congratulate you on your uh, stimulus check so I can rob them. So Marcus falls into the demographic as he has multiple <laughs> churins. And uh, allegedly, each churin is worth uh, $1,400 plus each adults. So Marcus, uh, you know, he's about to come into is the bag. True? Yes. So uh, my my strategy of avoiding children has come to backfire. <laughs> so uh, shout out to the people with multiple churins. Marcus, how are you going to finesh the stimulus check? Are you buying hey, PS5 PS5 on deck, baby? Only fan <laughs> coming in, coming in hot, coming in hot. There we go. Shout out to the resellers. So, <laughs> how do you feel about the stimulus finally dropping? Is your life going to change? Are you going to retire? Because apparently, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell thinks yes, that I people are going to retire if they get this fourteen hundred dollars and not go back to work ever again. So, so are you money. So like you, you have generational wealth now, correct? With this, with this stimulus, pretty, pretty much, pretty much. Like uh, I was, I was kind of, like, I'm kind of kicking myself for not having a third kid now. I, I, I probably should have just did that, should have just knocked that out. But uh, two kids, that check gonna be nice. So I'm about to be out here. I'm about to get that PS PS5 action going. Uh, hit me a couple OnlyFans accounts up. See what that's hitting for. Um, see if I can hit a lick. Maybe you know. A little, a little, a little booger sugar or something like that or whatever, just to kind of keep my weekends tight. But you know, we live in booger sugar, friend. No, it's, it helps clear your sinuses. It's, it's 
It's a medical term. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of that, now's a great time to mention that we're also sponsored by Adam and Eve. If anybody wants to create some additional kids, uh, they definitely have everything you need. Uh, check out. Make sure you enter KTSE. So uh, definitely congratulations to you. Me as a person that has one full child, I'm very happy that I'm going to get an extra $1,400 for them as well. So shout out to you. Child. I didn't buy your new uh, it's a not real child. It's real. So thank you. We rich bitch. Well, I guess me and my lonely $1,400 only single. <laughs> I, I guess I can retire still with it. I don't know. What should I do? Maybe I can invest in AMC if my friend will just chop some jewels. And teach me oh, a few things. Oh, that that ship, would be nice. That ship sailed a long time ago. But um obviously. Let's, let's see. Uh with the stimmy. Ah, you know, I've been listening to a lot of Griselda lately, so yeah. um, I might <laughs> use part of it to take a, a bus, a greyhound to Buffalo and uh, you know, maybe make that fourteen hundred twerk. You know what I'm saying? Maybe start rapping, holler stove god, he's out there in uh Syracuse. I got a do-rag on now, so, you know, maybe I can become a part of Griselda, you know, sell some crack, shoot some people, stuff like that. Just the regular, regular, the African-American experience we're out here. So that's that's how I'm going to waste my $1,400. I might get a lace front. Ooh, or do, the oh. do you see a lace front? Um, <laughs> I see the lace front with the dreadlocks on <laughs> yeah. I can get them all with dreads. Don't that's, say nothing. That's nope. nothing but glue. That is nothing but glue. That does not count. You know it. You saw it. That doesn't count. I've seen better. I might not weave. You're rich now. You can do better. You're right. We're gonna. We're I, gonna actually, do I actually might need to save my money for to get a lawyer on retainer for when they come take me away for what I turn in on my taxes. Because Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> this is a disaster. You yeah, want to do my next? No. <laughs> Unless you want to be in a cell right next to me, you might want to. <laughs> if I'm not on next week, just know that's why. Yeah, I, I still haven't found. Haven't done my taxes. I'm too turned up. Shout out to Drake, Aubrey, Aubrey's angels out right here. Um, anywho, um, so not really talking about Drake, but new music. Uh, we talked about this last week, uh, anticipating the release of the new. Anderson Pack Bruno Mars uh single and forthcoming album uh from the Silk Silky Sonic Silk Sonics Silk Sonic Silk Sonic uh, leave the door open uh it got a lot of great reception on Twitter um I'm sad to report that my wife did not like that song so she's oh, on no he's on the market right now so no. yikes DM me, yikes yeah me if you're looking for her yikes okay, has a good job her. has a good job um you know just DM I'll take like, her that's it. Exactly. I'll take her. Are you not? She she don't like that shit, but she be in the car listening to fucking Harry Styles and shit. I'm like, what the oh, fuck? Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, mean, I also I, like I Harry Styles. Like I don't even know what a Harry Styles is. Is that, is that like a sex position? Is he like, American? I don't know. <laughs> Build the wall. Sugar. Yeah, yeah, man. Watermelon sugar guy all day. Yeah. That's a really Anywho, good album. That's that Adam Levine. He really good album. Nah, I don't know what they're doing. That's but um, despicable. So. One thing I did notice with the song is that a lot of people are disrespecting my guy Anderson Peck. Like I specifically called it a Anderson Peck Bruno Mars song because I believe that Anderson Peck is the one that is keeping this ship afloat. Now I went back and I said some very flagrant things in our in our group chat about <laughs> Bruno Mars. 
If yes, you have listened to his first album in the last like decade, go run that shit back because it is trash. I didn't bob my head one single time. He For started sure. out with like two singles. I'm like, bro, what are we doing here? And then the rest is mid. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. Coming into the game, whatever. But like, it really, if you listen to it objectively, it sounds like the soundtrack for a Disney preteen movie. Like the entire 35 minutes of that album. I was like, bro. I still like, enjoy it. Because you're a Disney preteen. But I went to the second album. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> it gets better. But I literally bobbed my head one song, and that was uh, Locked Out. Everything sick. else is ass. I know you're the third. Album, I know the third album's good, but I, I believe he started doing drugs at, at least after the second one. Because like it's all kind of rested after the first album. Okay, well, I mean, maybe he didn't, you know, discover drugs. It's kind of like the Disney people. They're clean and wholesome. And then they're like on TMZ having orgies and stuff like that. But yeah, like I'm not denying that he's not talented, but the type of music he puts out is like he is catering to a specific group of people, which makes sense because it's gonna make it makes him a lot of money, a lot of notoriety. But sonically, it's just like it's not for me. Like it's cool, he's got some joints, but this one of those things where I kind of looked at it. Not really on that level, but kind of like the Michael Jackson Prince thing, comparing him to Anderson Pack, because like he makes more of the commercial sounding safe music that you can play at a at a cookout or in front of white people, and Anderson Pack is a little bit more edgy, uh, musically it's a little bit more complex, a lot more variety, gives you a lot of different vibes. Um, apparently, he sounds like Kendrick Lamar, according to AC3 Savage, but I still have not figured that out. Outside of them being from California, they do not sound like at all, but. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, cool. People are like, oh, the new Bruno Mars joint is tight. I'm like, yo, dog, you're not going to put any respect on Anderson Pack's name? Like, that's what we're going to do? Okay. Got this you. Is, this is, I think this is more of a Bruno Mars song, just because if you listen to some of the songs that Bruno Mars did on 24 Karat Magic, they kind of, this song would fit on 24 Karat Magic. I don't know if this song fits on any, well, it, it fits on, um, Ventura, I think it would fit on that, like around, mm. like like the with the like the Smokey Robinson song you did. I like, say it's kind of like that. It's a Malibu. little bit no, more Malibu. no. I'm gonna look at this album right now, but no. I, I can tell that I can tell that, and I, I could be speculating. It sounds more like Bruno Mars wrote the song, like wrote it, but I feel like Anderson Pack was in, char- in charge of the music. That's what it sounds like. I watched the interview that they did. He only did the drums. That's it. It's the most important part. It is very important. <laughs> he did it in one take, too. The most important part. <laughs> that ties everything together. So. Shout out to Anderson Pack for not making this a, a 50s doo-wop song. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I did not want. Like, I, I had a feeling and I was hoping that this wouldn't end up like the, the you know, the fake Kendrick Lamar, uh, J. Cole project that everybody wants that nobody really wants because I don't think it would sound good. But I think this is actually one of the times that two artists are going to get together and it's going to be pretty flawless because they're off to a good start. I don't have Apple because I'm not a sellout and use title. So I didn't oh, hear the title previously. sold out. Okay, go ahead. Title. The title just yeah. sold. Title is no longer a black owned company. Yes, but they're still playing their artists who are mostly black. So stay black. Anyway, <laughs> so I don't have that. So I didn't hear whatever the preview was. So. But I mean, like I said, before we even heard it, as soon as we heard the two names, we knew there was going to be damn near the album of the year. So 
that's still my stance. Um, I think it's going to be out in the year. I think this is a great look for Anderson because a lot of people that are big Bruno Mars fans are not going to discover Anderson back, discover his discography and his greatness because he's put out an album every year since, what, 2016, while Bruno Mars has been in his hobbit hole doing cocaine and probably subscribing to Matt Don't, don't do that. Do not do that. There's drugs. There's drugs. You don't know him. You don't okay. know him. That's the not better artist. That's true. This was a Bruno that's Mars cat. That's song. Cat. That's cat. That's cat. And fuck out here. It sounded great. It was really good. It did a great job of introducing me to this unknown person by the name of Anderson Pack, uh, whose discography I've ran through, and it's slightly above mid. But it's no comparison to Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars, Las Vegas, September 18. The Hawaiian singer was arrested for possession of crack after being discovered, or a cocaine after being so discovered. Bruno Mars has been arrested for casino bathroom of a white powdery substance. Mars pleaded me. not guilty. Okay. Look, I'm pretty sure Anderson Pack. Not we guilty. Not guilty. The dude musically is gifted, he's on another level. Uh, probably a top 50 artist all time easily. Uh, it's going to be a great project, but don't discount what Bruno Mars brings to the table. Like he I'm is, not. I'm not. That's People are misconstruing me. You're being disrespectful to the Asian community because you're a sellout who has titles still. Bruno Mars is going to carry this project to the status. It's going to be 24 karat gold because he's on it. We I mean, could I put away his mugshot, okay? Sorry, we don't need it bad. anymore. You out of control with the mugshot. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know. They kind of yeah, got, like, got some fake campaign going on on Twitter trying to get them to perform the Grammys, which I'm pretty sure they're already going to, but they're just doing this little fake, mm. oh, Bruno, hit me. We need to get at the Grammys. Ha, ha, ha. I can't believe they left us out. Let's get a hashtag going. Get the come on guys. It's, it's cool. Good. Y'all don't need to do this. Y'all are, y'all are they too really good. don't need this is not y'all the year to do it. <laughs> this shit is corny. I'm like, I'm not retweeting none of that shit. This I is nice. I'm like, gonna you're retweet too, it. You're too big of an artist to be doing this Bruno Mars. Like we don't need No, this both one. of them are too big to be doing this at this point, especially this year. Like yeah, they're yeah. they're still doing like no crowds and stuff. Hell no. Nah, nah. This this shit is. This but I'm, I'm kind of ready to go to the reason why I came on tonight when we're going to talk about album of the year. But just let me know when y'all are ready, because it's about to get scary up in here. Oh, okay, okay now nah. hey, hey, well, let me let me get. Let me get <laughs> I know my, what you're doing, man. Let me, let me classic album. This is what we've been waiting for. It's a classic. Go ahead. Okay, I was just gonna say, like, I think this song is really. I think it's a great song. Uh, it's it's one of those songs where like. You know, if you grew up with like an older uncle, not like a super older uncle, but like an uncle that's like seven or eight years older than you. And like mm-hmm. every holiday, every time you see him, he's with like a different woman. And you're like, how does he do that? Like every time I see him, he's got a different woman. Might They're all Steven. fine. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. Wow, why are you switching? Shout out to T.O. Steven. Like, yeah, he's the cool one. So you like you try to like hit him up and like you know try to get some try to get some game from him and he's like yeah I played this for him you're like oh this is what you play for the the ladies like this like this is one of those songs where like any generation could get with this like I can get with this my parents if I play this for my parents they'd be like oh this is a nice little groove I play this for my grandparents 
they get a little twinkle in their eye to go. They get the feeling a little something in their pants a little bit, you know. You go oh, to the, yeah. you go to your work, you go to your workplace. The lady at the receptionist that's like, you know, retired, but she's still in her seventies, but she's really nice to you. You play that in the back one time. She gonna be like, hey, now what's going on? What you playing over there? Maybe take her out to the it's parking lot, have here. a little fun. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna give me a little nice little silk robe. I'm gonna you know, feeling. I might I might shave a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like this this is a song that I have you feeling good. But the jukebox. It is. It's feel good music. Like I wish I had a Jerry curl right now. That's how I feel when I listen to that. I'm embarrassed the amount of times I've listened to this song. It's a lot. It's a lot. I love this song. This is album of the year already. Like I said, it was gonna be a top five album once I saw who was going to be doing it. After hearing this song, I was thinking about the 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 collaborate collaboration albums that we've gotten the last like five years. Is there anything on Everything Is Love that's better than this? Anything on What a Time to Be Alive that's better than this? Anything better on that like, Chris Brown Young Thug project that's better than this? Because I don't think so. Oh, hey man, because I don't oh, think hey, so. Man. <laughs> that Chris Brown Young Thug is heat. Man. I'm not. I'm not gonna go that far. Not gonna go that far. But this it, it reminds me of like that like. Barry White, Teddy Pendergrass, like Marvin Gaye, Ron Isley, like vibe that they got going. And I, I love what they're doing. And they're they're doing something that no one else like who could do this right now? What they're doing, this sound that they're going for. Who else could do this right now? That's active, an active RB act. And I said this last week. Who is the act that can do 24 karat magic? Because I don't know, I can't think of one. Who could do this music like this? There was another artist I, I wanted Henderson Pack to do. That would have been just as good, if not better. It's not taking me a second. Did you say Lizzo? Yeah, I sure did say Lizzo. Lizzo is extremely talented. I love Lizzo. I'm, I hope Lizzo she drops something can. this year. I would like. Lizzo, I would love I to think, hear Lizzo. I think she can. Is it okay? I like you. I like all this. What is one thing that you would like to hear, or what, what's one thing that you would like to come from this project? If you could, if you're, if there's one thing you're looking forward to, like, what do you want to have? Well, hopefully, I, it's something I could play for my lady friend as I make this special order to Adam and Eve hashtag KTSE Avenue and get her to spread. But, oh it's good. The only thing that can make it better is nothing. I, I feel like I'm going to piggyback on market. Oh, it's something that we needed. It's something that we've been needing. It's something that we've been missing in the game. Just, you know, uh, a yeah, kind but of isn't a, this still, I don't want to cut you off, friend. I agree, but I also feel like this is just another extent extenuation of 24 karat gold don't get me wrong i think it's a Ooh. great song yeah, i think it's gonna be that. a great album but i think it's going along those lines that i it's, think it's, it's a little less poppy but it's, i get it's predictable this is what i predicted they, <clears throat> they delivered what i predicted once i heard of those two artists together they delivered what i predicted very good song i've listened to it multiple times i'm not mad at it but i feel like it's what i predicted how can it be predictable when there's that's nothing true. else that sounds like this going on right now? There's literally nobody making this kind of music. Because you, when you know those two artists, yeah, it's very easy to see how they would mesh that way. I, I mean, I, it's hard to say that because like Bruno Mars hasn't been super active for quite some time outside of that song with Cardi B. As far as I know, I can't recall anything else that's been really big. I know he hasn't dropped an album since like what, 2016 or something like that? 
around that time period. Yeah, but 2016. It was 16. 16. It's been it's been a while. He's been I, a out randomly like, yo, where's Bruno Mars? Bruno Mars been hiding like like a year ago or something like that. He's disappeared. But I mean, I respect that he's he's doing his thing. But the collaboration I thought about that I think would be really good would be Bruno Mars. Not uh, Bruno Mars. I'm sorry, Anderson Pack and Miguel. I think that would be an excellent an excellent duo. Oh. I think that would. Be a, I think that'd be a I cool sound. So. I, was I hope say, that I was we gonna, get I was, like more collaborative things next, like that. Like I hope this opens up artists actually working with each other, like back in the days where you get like the whole, you know, East Coast remix of a song, like thirty different artists or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm still mad we were robbed of the uh, New York, New Jersey combination album of uh, Designer and Pennywise. Uh, I needed that project. I needed that. But you know what? I- I'm living in 2014. I needed that, but. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad uh, L brought up Lizzo because that was that th- th- that's something I would like to hear from this project. I would like to hear a, a female voice on this on this project. I, and I don't I don't want to hear any rapping on this. I just want to hear a female voice on this because I'm I looked through Bruno's uh, discography. He doesn't have any songs with any women on any of his songs. So I would like to hear what he sounds like with a woman on a on a song. So that's what I would. That's what I'm hoping for. I think it's kind of awkward, like, <laughs> to be in the booth when, like, a woman would be tower towering over you because he's like five foot one. So maybe that's why he doesn't work with women because he's insecure about his dwarf. He wrote. He, he wrote for. Uh, he he wrote on Adele's last album. Well, that's different. Never mind. That's, yeah, that's a totally different vibe. So. I think there's a picture. Is that him and Taylor Swift or somebody? I was like, yo, this dude's not that short. Hey, that this man is this man this is gotta be Photoshop stuff like that. Kind of tall, right? Right. He's got a song on, on uh, his second album called like Beating on Your Chest Like a Gorilla. I'm like, bro, you're Mm-mm. you're not a he ain't doing that. You're not, that. you're not a gorilla, dog. Like hey, you're laying on some woman. Gorilla. You're yeah, laying on some woman's song. chest. That's a good one. You know what I'm saying? Why she cradles you like a baby. <laughs> You know he's saying? like a he's like a kangaroo <laughs> in the pouch. He's the kangaroo inside the pouch. That's what he is. Jeez Louise. I mean, Stop it. I mean, if he if That's he wants it. to, Bruno like, Mars is never never gonna come on his podcast. If he or if he wants to feel like <laughs> he can go to adamneed.com and get the most wanted uh, dildos. You have the huge <laughs> the huge style. Um, the crystal jellies, twelve inch big boy. Over thirty-five thousand sold. So definitely, uh, if you want to feel like a gorilla, Bruno Mars, you can use our promo code KCSC, and uh, you know, get your Adams colossal twelve-inch on. You know, if you're about that lifestyle. So definitely, shout out to Adam. Wow, the Commander. Thir- Why do you get this website? Yo, the Commander thirteen-inch double joint. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Anywho. <laughs> Um, yes, so uh, great, great music. Uh, let's uh, are we, we good on Bruno Bru- Bru- Mars? <laughs> yeah, we good. Something got in my eye. I'm sorry, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was from the commander, but yeah, <laughs> all right, Americans look, people have sex. It is what it is, anywho. Um, WandaVision. Let's let's talk about that because we have some conflicting uh, opinions in the group chat about WandaVision. Um, I I think I don't know if I said in the podcast. I think I was trying to give it some time because, like, I'm not gonna lie. The first two episodes, I was like, "Yo, like, I've already been slandering Disney Plus, and this is not helping at all." 
Like you're already giving us a show about a character that is clearly dead. We saw him get his, you know, head blown off in Infinity War, and now you're bringing him back later, way after the show's over. We've got COVID. You know, we're just coming off the Mandalorian, which is the flagship show of Disney Plus, in my opinion. And you give us like some I love Lucy, Dick Van Dyke shit. I'm like, all right, man, this is moving a bit too slow. Not really keeping me entertained. It's the second episode. I'm like, ooh, buddy, this is a bit tough. And after that, I waited until pretty much the entire season was finished and binge watched it. And they, they finished up pretty strong. Like, I feel like they gave us a lot to look forward to in the future. Uh, I think the biggest issue is with COVID. This movie was <laughs> to lead indirectly into uh, Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, which is not going to happen. But I think it's still good for the people that aren't big Marvel fans. It's going to drive them back to Disney Plus because, like Disney said, when they released the schedule for these movies, you're going to have to watch these shows to know what's going on in the future movies. So I think it's going to work out even I think it's going to work out anyways. But I feel like if this would have led into the movie that it created a lot of buzz and hype for the multiverse of madness. I mean, people are going to go see it anyways, but it's like, oh, shit. All right. Cool. I'm a binge watch the show and go get my ticket and go to the movies. You know what I'm saying? Even though we don't have that right now. So. Hopefully people, you know, stop being dirty and get vaccinated so we can have that enjoyment and have that excitement to get out and get back into the Marvel groove. Like, again, I was watching other Marvel movies this weekend. I'm like, damn, these are some pretty good movies. Like, it's a good good string of movies, good characters. Uh, there's some bad acting in Infinity War and Endgame, but, you know, we'll let that slide. But uh, Mark Ruffalo is terrible. He's a terrible actor. Terrible actor. A lot of bad writing. No, but, you think... Yeah. <laughs> but one of the reasons I think it finished out strong, um, we'll let Marcus get his take, and then I, I will talk about the things I think were cool about it. The memes are like, though. The WandaVision meme. Oh, yeah. yeah. I am not never not retweeting a WandaVision fucking memes. Like, them shits are hilarious. Vision. Yes, Vision. Vision. <laughs> uh, I'll say this. WandaVision was good. And that's, that's really about it. Like, that's the standard for Marvel is a bit higher. And and that's kind of what I was kind of feeling heading into this. Like a lot of people were just like, oh, WandaVision is going to be great because Marvel does great movies. Like movies and TV is different. Say, I don't think they were saying that. I don't think they, they were saying, were saying that. They, they were going to be like, oh, this show is going to be really good. This show is going to be great because Marvel, we trust Marvel. They do great stuff. So this will be great too. And it wasn't. It was just good. You know what I'm saying? Like even... And I'm not even going to compare it to the second season of The Mandalorian because, you know, after the first season, you kind of get a chance to see what you did right, maybe try to revamp some things so you get another shot at it. Season one of The Mandalorian was great out the gate, like off the rip. The Mandalorian was a great show, like not a great Disney show, not a great Star Wars show, a great television show in general. WandaVision is just good. And the standard for Marvel, for movies at least, is higher. So after watching WandaVision, a show that I liked, the expectations for Falcon and the Winter Soldier have kind of gone down a little bit for me. Like, I'm still going to watch it. I'm obviously, I'm still excited about it. But there, I, to, to be fair, to be fair to WandaVision, I feel like we need to see uh, Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange 2 to really see how much of WandaVision they put into those movies. Like, are they, is it going to just be like a quick recap or is it like you're watching Dr. Strange 3 and, oh, you didn't see WandaVision, you have no idea what's going on. So if it if they can tie it up really nice, 
then maybe I'll look back on one division like, okay, it was better than I thought it was because of the implications that it has. Kind of like uh, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron didn't hit for a lot of people until Infinity War. So what I'll say is the thing with Mandalorian is I feel like Mandalorian was kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy because there was low expectations. Like I had zero expectations. For Star Wars? Yeah. Star Wars always has high expectations. The That's last why people Star Wars movies were terrible. They were terrible. The, the 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 last Star Wars hadn't come out yet, and then you also got to know the that last, the the creator wrong. the creator of Iron not the creator but the guy who was in charge yeah. of Iron Man one and two yeah. was but like there was expectations for the Mandalorian. It wasn't like <laughs> lower expectations. I initially thought it was a movie. I really wasn't gonna watch it. And so I think Adolphus told me about it. I was like, oh, it's a series, and I checked it. I'm like, this is really good. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, and I'm a fan of Star Wars. There was no expectations. So it wanted to for me. I'm that's it. I do I was not even this was maybe this I'm, was, maybe, I'm talking, maybe not for you. I'm talking about in general, a Star Wars show about a bounty hunter written and directed by the guy that made Iron Man one and two has no expectations. People, a lot of people weren't I a lot of people didn't. And that's the first and that was the first original the first original show for Disney Plus. The expectations were there. Like if WandaVision was the first. Disney Plus original, Disney Plus. I'm not saying it would have tanked, but like a lot of people wouldn't have stuck around. The thing is, I think WandaVision, and this is kind of why I didn't ever get into the Agents of Shield because I think WandaVision is what the Agents of Shields wanted to be, but they couldn't get like real characters. They had to use like side stories and side characters. I think with the Disney Plus TV shows, okay, cool. It might not have been the Mandalorian, but for Disney and the Marvel and the MCU, has always been about the bigger picture and the long game. So cool, it might not knock you off your feet, but there's a lot of things that happen in this show that are going to play a part into the long game in phase four, which is important. Like, again, there's shitty Thor movies. There's shitty Captain... Well, I liked all the Captain America movies. But there's shitty Marvel movies, but the thing is, like, Ant-Man, there's stuff that is important moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched WandaVision yet, we're going to talk about some spoilers. So five, four, three, two, one. Like the whole part of them bringing back the vision, like that's that's big. That is a big revelation for the show, and I can already predict what's going to happen because they. It's kind of this is what's going to happen, right? Wanda's going to wild out. She's going to be tripping. She's going to start, you know, blowing shit up, killing people, and then the vision's going to show up. He'll be like, "Bay, I'm back. It's me. Oh, how are you alive? Am I imagining this?" Blah 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 blah, and then he's gonna make her stop wiling out because that's all she wants is division, and then she's gonna become a good guy again, and that's what's gonna happen. I can that's that's the story. That's so easy to write, but um yeah, that's a big revelation. You're bringing back a pretty strong, important character. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So essentially, that that, that doesn't I didn't matter see, right I didn't now. See that I didn't see that happening. Like I would have never predicted they brought him back. I didn't like, either. But it, it, you know what I'm saying. It, but it has to tie in. Like, if it doesn't, if you don't get that payoff in Doctor Strange two or whatever they have down the line, his entrance isn't going to hit that much. It is. You're not going to have him floating around like, oh, the video. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're not going to bring him back. But if they bring him back in a way where it's not like impactful and it doesn't really mean that much, it's, it's going to be, be like it's going to be a big moment. I guarantee you it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a monumental. Well, you would you guarantee that for a movie? I wouldn't guarantee that for a TV show. For oh, no, I'm talking about the movies, not the show. This is this is what I'm saying. This is why you have to watch the show now for it to make sense in the movie. We'll see. And Maybe. then they got Monica Rambo. She's got powers now. They could bring okay, her. Okay, in. so we're so we're talking now that we're doing spoilers here. Like you already just talking about. I just keep up with that is too much to keep up with. The 
I don't understand. This is my whole gripe about Marvel and this, that, and the third. I go to the <laughs> movies. I Jesus. watch them all. I enjoy it. I leave it. I remember it for a day. And then the next one comes out a year later and I forget. Like, now you have me having to watch a TV show and keep up with the TV show so when we can able to go out to the movies again, the spoilers from season one and then the season two and then it's going to be in part. No, 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 no. Just give me a fucking movie to follow that's easy and enjoyable. All this... Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, da-da-da, fucking songs. Like, it's just all of this. That's what's happening. Anyway, so Enunciate. I think the tie-in, no. I think the tie-in <laughs> that I didn't think about is that, uh, that it could integrate into Spider-Man and Doctor Strange is that uh, the fake city is in Westfield, New Jersey, which I Googled. It's actually a real place in northern New Jersey, so it's close to New York City. So that could come up, you know what I'm saying, since it's right on the border so maybe that's to tie it like that that seems like that was strategically done well i'll, I'll say this West, I, West I, or whatever it's called yeah westview i kind of i kind of screwed myself while watching this show or i feel like disney plus kind of screwed us over by doing the week-to-week thing i think this show would have benefited from people being able to just watch it all the way through and just kind of binge watch it as opposed to what they've been doing, which uh, after every episode, I've watched like these recap videos on YouTube. I watch like from three from three different websites, and they they kind of go into depth. They go they point out Easter eggs, like well, this could mean this, this could mean this. They do fan theorizing and all these things, and it's just like, all right, well, we're we're gonna see what happens next, and maybe you know, look out for this. Maybe this will happen. So I kind of had it in my head that okay, we're going to end with a big, like something big is going to happen at the end. And it was just like. Okay, but that's your fault, though. Like yeah, Exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I you're right. Like, I, I already knew, like, did you, you knew, like, the, did you know any of the Easter eggs without looking them up? I feel like I saw some of them, not, not all of them. Okay, so, again, I get slandered because I know some of the comic stuff, but, oh, like, People to read or watch the comics, check out Comics Explain on YouTube. Great, great uh, channel. But, like, if you look at that, like, you know how strong Wanda's character is in the comics. Like, she's really, really super nerfed in the MCU. Like, she literally in one comic got rid of all the mutants just because she had a mental breakdown. Just, they're gone. All of them. It's rat. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, the little uh, Halloween costumes. Like, that's her original costume. That's the Vision's original costume in the comics. Like, shit like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean... I was gonna go watch some stuff later, but I, I didn't really feel the need to do that for for WandaVision. Like it was, it was cool for me for what it was. Like, you know, it was the the ship of thesis was trending on Twitter at, at some point. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool, and that is actually pulled directly from one of the comics. So the show was two episodes too long. Yeah, cut the first two. The whole black or and white. Put, get or that put, them, or put them together. Put them together. And I felt like a lot of stuff that they kind of brought up, they just kind of just brushed off to the side without even really going into it or any type of explanation or any type of react. Like, I understand, like, what happened with Monica not explaining what happened, but the idea that everybody around saw that and was just like, okay, I guess that's normal. We're not going to talk about what just happened here. Like, that's well, and, but that's, that's, cool. what they, that's what Marvel does. Like, so people might forget about no, that. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't do that. 
they don't just like something like that happens. They just let it ride. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even saying like we have to explain this. Somebody needs to acknowledge what we just saw. Someone in this TV show, can someone acknowledge that? Because that, that was well, a big deal. She's clearly about to go see the. Uh, she's gonna go see. Uh, we know that. Yeah, she like, go she's gonna go in the space and yeah, see Nick Fury. Yeah. I'm talking about the people that were around. Y'all aren't gonna say nothing about that. <laughs> well, all the people were zombies, anyways. What, let's talk about Monica Ram. Let's pause. And some people noticed this on Twitter too. I was like, "Yo, man!" So there's a scene where they're about to shoot the kids. Or oh no! <laughs> and then like Monica Rambo comes out of nowhere, playing the Black Savior, and takes a full clip from the white man. He emptied that clip out like it was another day at work, and just like turned around <laughs> and walked away. I was like, "Yo." <laughs> Like timing, it's 2021. You can't do that. Read that the rules, unnecessary. Disney. That was unnecessary. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, I was like, I know people are sort of like, oh, I just want to watch the show. Everything got to be woke. But like, come on. Man. I kind of felt like like three of them shots was like, hey, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you saw her. Yeah, he, he <laughs> you don't see her. He unloaded the whole clip and just like just turned around and walked away. Like, oh, she didn't die. Oh well. I was like, damn, bro. Like, okay. Okay, I, I, I know we're ready to move on. The only thing I'll say is I felt like Wanda just kind of walked away from this thing with no type of consequences. Like, this, these, these certain people in this small town in the middle of nowhere don't like you, and that's it. And now you're the strongest Avenger ever with this book. Like, no type of consequences. Was, no it, go like, was it go fighter or what? Like, go- I said, you could you could say something like, hey, man, like, you can't be out here doing this shit. Like, you can't do this shit no more. This is the second time you've done something like this. You tortured, you tortured people for weeks because Thanos broke your vibranium vibrator. It ain't, you can't do that. That's not right. Monica's like, girl, if I, I did that same shit for my mama. Like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> you can't do that. What are you doing? Like, what? I mean, acknowledge what she did was wrong. No one acknowledged that what she was doing the entire time. They did. They said it was, was wrong. No, oh, the uh, Agatha did. I'm talking about a good guy. You were fucked up too, yeah. Acknowledge what you did was wrong. That's all I'm want. I want consequences. I want people to. I, obviously, she can't pay for what she did because who's gonna fuck with her? But at least be like, hey, dog, you fucked up. I, I mean, at up. least they got at least they got a, a free like two week vacation. But anywho, let's let's move Jesus. on. Let us know what you think about WandaVision. Uh shout out to the memes. The meme is probably gonna be the artwork for the episode this week. I just gotta figure out which uh version of Vishan I wanna use. So shout out to the vision. But uh what do we got? So I know I know Mr. Sav is ready to cap about Drake dropping three little Lucy's for us, like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Um but uh I don't know. You just, did, did you get something in your eye? Or you you got COVID again? Or... Okay, yeah. I think he squirted a product from uh, Adam oh, no. Eve's eye. Um, definitely check them out. They have a lot of <laughs> a lot of product. <laughs> <laughs> liquid and just stay away from your eye. Disrespectful. Uh, please uh, protect yourselves. Protect your chickens. I, if, if we're gonna wait for Adolphus to, to come in, I. Drake dropped uh, Scary Hours 2 on Friday. A little three-pack of songs. I can't tell if he's if he's trying to get in here. No? All right, so. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm ready now. I was posting the link to um, Facebook. Uh, yeah, so it, it's not any type of nasty stuff or whatever South Breeze said. 
I was eating some salmon and some mambo juice. Shout out to uh, DC. Some mambo stuff got in my eye. Uh, so <laughs> Scary Hours 2 dropped, right? Instant classic. It's not an don't album. It's, it's a classic. It's not even an album, bro. Like, what are you don't talking even, about? Don't, I don't even want to hear it. Let me okay. speak my point. Don't even. We don't need certified lover boy. We don't need anything else. Just say this is the album. Three songs. It's the greatest three song collection I've ever heard in my life. Every song right. on it was riding. I don't know what Doctor Seuss is. What's going on? But gr greatest collection of three songs I've ever heard. <laughs> Every song slaps. Even as as terrible as the baby did or little baby did. This week at the All Star Game, airballing multiple shots. I don't know what he was doing or what he was thinking. <laughs> uh, like the whole city of Atlanta. But he came on track two, spitting straight flames. Rick Ross did his thing on Lemon Pepper Freestyle. I don't even eat Lemon Pepper Chicken anymore. And it made me want to cop a Lemon Pepper pack. What she did was wrong. Oh, no one acknowledged that what she was. It, it's the greatest collection of songs that I've heard. Like when we, when it comes to three, it's perfect. That's my point. I'm gonna say this. I'm not sure it's better than Scary Hours One because Scary Hours One had God's Plan on it. So like, uh, God's Plan is not the greatest song, but that was a big record, and there's not one like this on there. For for Scary Hours Two. The album, the the project is fine, guys. Like this is a this is a problem I have with I guess people like Adolphus and people like o Ocho, who like hype up these projects as if they're like something better than what they are. If the the project was just fine, it was like it is going to do what it's going to do. Like when Drake puts out something, it's going to do numbers. There's no question about that. When Drake and Ross get on a record, it's going to be numbers. It's going to do something. The what's next? Like I had, I'm, I'm not saying I got complaints. I'm not trying to nitpick this guy, but if you want to compare him to artists like Kendrick, artists like Jay Z, then you have to kind of nitpick to kind of see like, do you reach that standard of excellence and greatness? So like the what's next beat, that sounded like something off of a Sega Genesis video game. Like I, I don't know what why he would choose that beat. Didn't sound great. I expect a little bit more. Um, the wants and needs song. He's doing the same thing he did on the the Only You Freestyle where you're rapping off beat. I don't know what it is about Drake's voice or his cadence, but it just doesn't sound great for me. I don't like it. And the Lemon Pepper Freestyle, Rick Ross did what he had to do. And I remember, I can I, I remember the first time I heard the song, I'm listening to it. And I'm listening to Rick Ross's verse. I'm like, okay, Rick is doing what he's doing. This is sounds great, whatever. And then the verse ends. And uh, for some reason, I, I was in the car and I look at the uh, the time and it was like a minute 20 had just gone by. And then I look and it says there's, you know, six minutes and 20 seconds left of this song. So I'm like, oh, OK, we're about to get fucking, you know, uh, uh, rapping, rapping Drake. Like Drake's about to go in for these next six minutes. He's going to give us some hard hitting bars here, like some real hip hop shit, like something real heavy. And it's just like he's rapping about like the moms he meets at his PTA, like PTA meetings at the school. And it's just like, I mean, it's cool. Like 
talking about it's like adorable. You know, it's like he's rapping about like dad stuff. I'm just like, that's cool. It's a fun. And, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on that. I'm just saying my expectations. Oh, once yeah. I saw, once I saw he had six and a half minutes to play with, I was like, all right, he's gonna give us some like six p.m. in New York type shit, Western mm-hmm. Roads flow type shit, something thirty for thirty freestyle, no, thirty for thirty freestyle type stuff. And he didn't, he didn't. Now I will say this, um, Lemon Pepper freestyle. There's at minimum five Instagram captions in that song that it would like kill. Like Drake is the king of that. There's no disputing that. He is the king of throwing Instagram captions in his bars. Like legit, like, yeah, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that. He, he he's great at it. Like you can't stop him when it comes to that. Instagram, but continue. It, but but that stuff matters now. Like Megan Thee Stallion being being able to make these hits that work on TikTok, that shit matters because that goes in the album sales. That keeps you hot. People putting Drake's lines on Instagram captions, that shit's gonna go for the whole summer. Corny, yes, uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I listened to it. It's, it's and, and I liked it for the record. Yeah, it, it sounded like typical Drake. Like, but it's not the greatest three pack of songs I've ever heard. Yeah, like, come on, Drake, like Drake doesn't do he doesn't do anything exciting. He doesn't really try anything new. He, I'm surprised he hasn't stolen any accents. He might be saving that for his album, but. Outside of stealing accents, he doesn't do anything to kind of, you know, test his power. Like, you know, do something different, Drake. Like, you're Drake. If you do some crazy shit, it's still probably going to do numbers. We'll say it's whack, but at least give us something different. Like, I mean, I know you're probably smashing Kanye West's ex-wife right now. But she gave us 808s and Heartbreaks, which was No, don't do that. He had a bar on there talking about he needed to go to Sunday service, but... I don't know, he wouldn't believe his sins or something like that. So he, he's probably in the DMs. But yeah, like Kanye West gave us 808s. A lot of people still don't appreciate the greatness of that album or that of those records. But I mean, it's yeah, he tries something different. He goes for the gusto. He gets out of his comfort zone. When Drake drops, I'm not listening, looking forward to anything different than what he always does. It's cool. Like, well, he's going to do, he, he's going to do what's hot right now. Like even on, I felt like on this album, the flow he was doing was a little bit more like that Atlanta type flow that's going on right now. I mean, it's been going on for a long time, so I don't really fault him for doing that. But I, I just don't know if Drake, I don't know if Drake is the, t- the kind of artist to kind of do, like you said, with 808s or with the Pimp a Butterfly to come out and it's like, okay, no one is doing this. Like, everybody is doing what what this is, Scary Hours too. This isn't. I'm not saying I dislike it. I, I just want to get the record straight because I don't want people coming to my DM saying I'm a Drake hater. I like Scary Hours too. I listen to it a lot. But anybody could have did this. This wasn't special. It, this it, wasn't game changing. It fits in the Drake's uh, mantra. He's scary. Like he's a scary dude. So oh wow! See, it was scary hours. That's that's. What <laughs> I wasn't gonna do that. I, I, I like that you brought up so the Atlanta. But let's, let's even talk about what's going on in Atlanta right now. So they're having the all-star game uh, right now, the dunk contest, three-point contest. Steph Curry washed in that, apparently. He's doing what he does best. But outside of the all-star game, let's talk about the, the citizens or the uh, the tourists <laughs> that flock to the, the great city of Atlanta. Um, there's a fundraiser by a young lady named Yaz the Stallion 
um, the title for GoFundMe for sideways picture that's not even like HD. Like, come on, like put a better picture up there. It's probably not even really her. But anywho, the title of her GoFundMe is I need help getting back home. I'm stuck in ACL. Yes, Italian says, I went to the All-Star weekend with $400 and only booked a one-way because I was waiting on my unemployment to pay me pay my way back. But they baited me. I need help surviving and making it back home to New York. Please, anything will help. To New York? <laughs> oh, my God. No. First of all, no, 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 um, let's see. The first comment that donated five dollars says, First, who doesn't buy a rap trip ticket? Second, if you can't even buy a rap trip ticket, stay home. Uh, the second comment that donated five dollars, Why you take your broke ass over there anyway? Subscribe to my only fans. <laughs> I don't know if you could delete comments on uh GoFundMe, but there's some on Twitter. I don't know if they're real or not, but for the sake of this podcast, they are real. Um, ah, oh, man. A one-way flight to New York or from New York. People were not nice to her. Like they, they were not really feeling her. Uh... All right, Jewel Brown Brown donated. Said you stayed bragging about not needing no n-word. Now you're broke ass stranded in a city of strippers and cross dressers that you can't find one man to pay your way. You're gonna jump on your back in all the way for help. Pathetic. <laughs> your lace front was worth it. Two hundred dollars. Oh because your wig just got snatched. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Next time, stay your trick. <laughs> stay oh your trick on low quest. <laughs> Walk back home. <laughs> you must unbelievable. So <laughs> they actually deleted her GoFundMe. Uh, the people at GoFundMe. Really? <laughs> oh my God, my chest. And let's, let's not even talk about the people. Like, I saw a video of a girl getting out the back of a U-Haul truck. I saw that <laughs> one. I saw what about the insane amount of uh, rim repossessions that have gone on this weekend? Oh, yeah. Well, Good God. How you know the whole car one brick is impressive? It, might be more impressive yeah, it, it was a Denali, too. It was a big Yukon Denali on one brick. Um, I've I seen four African-American Negroes knocked out uh, in the wee hours of the morning. So I guess uh, the thing to do now is to go places, not even get a hotel, but just sleep in your car. You know, don't wash your ass. Don't brush your teeth. Just, you know, pull up in Atlanta and sleep in the car. In a panorama, in a, in a Pandora's box. Like, in this a is little of a pandemic. This is disgusting. <laughs> I get like not washing your ass pre-pandemic, but we're under we're under new rules. <laughs> the game is changed. You know, truck is very funny, but it's also very innovative in the Negro community, and it shows just how smart and how resourceful we can be. Because the U-Haul truck, you can slide a mattress in there, you rent it for nineteen dollars. And, you know, you have a place to sleep, you have a place to change your clothes, and you have a way to kind of get around town. So that was actually pretty innovative, to be honest. It's just for the weekend, too. Yeah. I mean, also, if you're hooking, too. Like, to one, one, what? One, to one, what? Trick, one trick can pay for you all. If, you're, yeah. if you're popping, you know what I mean? She better not ever be on a timeline talking <laughs> shit, talking about she can't get back home. Like, delete your social media or come back at someone different, because... <laughs> 
They'll never forget that. Never. Yo, a like one-way flight to Atlanta from New York. Are you high? Is it? Was it like? Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, what did you plan on doing when you got here? Like, what were you gonna do? Like, you got like one meal in you. That's it. The thing is, you find a baller, and they take care of you the rest of the way. That's the goal. I saw. I saw one nigga walking around talking about I'm just out here telling bitches I'm Zach Randolph. I looked at his Abby. If you if, if you're a woman who doesn't really actively follow basketball and they're like, oh yeah, I'm Zach Randolph, and you Google Zach Randolph, that nigga looks just like Zach Randolph. I, I need to know how I need to know how tall he is. Cause if he's over six foot, that nigga was getting some play. Cause that man looked like Zach Randolph. You know what? I should have went. You know, I'm looking at these glasses now because my eyes red. I should have went and said, "I'm shouting low." They wouldn't even know. You know what? Exactly. I could have went to Atlanta. No, I could have went to Atlanta. I'm shouting low. I got my, my my hat tucked to the side. They know glasses. <laughs> oh my god! I ain't even think of it. I'm shouting low. So, Damn. Oh yeah. <laughs> And I don't know, and I guess the city of Atlanta it clearly hasn't been following any kind of rules. They might as well be Texas, but like, <laughs> people, why, would people you, why would you come out there, man? Like, they had mad club promotions, rappers, like Julio Jones was out there, like, with no mask, just like while in there. Bobby Smurder, I guess. Oh, Julio, good, man. Who COVID ain't touching Julio. All I'm gonna say is, all these, all these Atlanta people. Need to humble themselves. Talking about why are all these people in the city? Why are all these people in the city? There's a we're in a whole uh, uh, Panda Express, and y'all here coming to Atlanta clubbing like nigga. Like the city girls been to Atlanta exactly like four, what they wanted. The city girls been down there the last like four months. Everybody down. Everybody been down at the hookah bar every weekend. Magic City ain't missed a paycheck. Like what are you talking about? Like I follow a lot of people on Instagram who live in Atlanta. Y'all niggas is outside, outside. Like Atlanta has not been closed. So don't be talking about like, oh, why are y'all coming down here? It's a whole panoramic. Nah, nigga, y'all been outside this whole time. Deal with the consequences. Atlanta thinks it's Florida. That's how bad Atlanta has been. Hmm. <clears throat> we in a whole pan pizza and y'all just gone crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Shout out to them. Hopefully, uh, Yaz the Stallion makes it home. So God, God bless her soul. But um. I guess sticking to sports, I know Marcus brought up that, and I don't watch these shows because I don't care. I have brain cells that function, but um, I guess ESPN is flirting with the idea of bringing back Skip Bayless, who apparently makes more money than Shannon Sharp on whatever that show is they do, which is a lot more money, which is egregious, and it might be borderline racist, but. What 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 is the deal? What's the tea? Oh, I I just think ESPN is in a in a bad place right now, like. They don't. They're running out of stars. Like outside of Stephen A. Smith and First Take, there's there's no real like uh, like programming that you have to go to. Like PTI, PTI's turned into just and they were old when it first started, but now it's just just two old guys yelling at each other. It's just old people talking about how right they are. They're like you're not. There's not a show you can go on to ESPN and be like, oh, where they're using more advanced information. They're not. You know, they're they're using this old school way of thinking. So there's not really anything entertaining, something you have to check out. 
So the idea that ESPN and Steve, like Stephen A is doing this, doing it too. Like he wants Skip Bayless to come back. And if that were to happen, that would be huge for ESPN. ESPN, like whatever money Fox Sports offered Skip Bayless, ESPN should have took like doubled it or something. They need, they need something. Like they've lost a Levitar show. They've limited the work that Bomani Jones does. Like there's only so much that, is going to keep people around and skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith would keep a people would tune into that. Like, and I'm, I'm not someone who watches first take that. Like, I don't watch that show. I'm not, I'm not into that type of television, but I know that if you put those two together every day during like a football season, during the NBA playoffs, that they are going to say something that is going to be trending on Twitter. There's going to be a video clip of them two saying something, one of them or both of them every day. Because they they say things that get people talking. That's what they do. And getting them back together, that's ratings gold. Like what what does ESPN have right now? I, I know they're down bad because I hear Mike Golick Jr. way more than I feel like I should. Like when I'm listening to random podcasts, like when I listen to uh, highly questionable, I'm like, why am I? Why is Mike Golick Jr. here? Like I nepotism at its finest. But like, why am I listening to you talk? I don't even know what you do. Like. Who, who are you besides that annoying, terrible dude's child? Because their show was ass too. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, when, when you got people like that getting, like, high rotation, like, important minutes weekly, yeah, y'all are down bad, man. Y'all need to figure this shit out. And uh, Fox News actually gave him four years, $32 million on the extension, so $8 mil a year for Skip Bayless. That's he a deal. went ahead and resigned. That's, that's what Fox News gave him. So he he did go ahead and resign. That's a, that's a steal for them. That's a steal. He's and, like if you don't have to like what he says, but Skip Bayless, that means something. I, I don't hear something in sports. The only thing I see on Twitter is Shannon Sharp or yeah, Shannon Sharp. Yeah, yeah Shannon Sharp. That, those are the only clips I see. It's his show, according to Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like people, but it seems like we, they go there to see his antics. And flame skip for all the stupid shit he said. Yeah, but he, but if you say, say Shannon Sharp is on that show and he's talking to someone, I don't know if you watch Fox Sports News, but say it's Shannon Sharp and old buddy Nick Wright. You know who that is? Yeah, Nick Wright. He's, he's, decent. I thought that dude was black for the longest. Apparently he's white. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't know he was white to his hair out. So Shannon Sharp, Nick Wright. All those viral clips of Shannon Sharp like digging in Skip Bayless's ass, we're not getting those because Nick Wright isn't saying dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So Shannon Sharp isn't that big of a deal because he he's not rebutting something dumb that someone said. Like no one cares what Skip Bayless says. Skip, Skip Bayless is gonna say the thing to get Shannon Sharp to say the thing that goes viral. You need Skip Bayless to say. You need someone to say the dumb shit. Nick Wright ain't gonna say the dumb shit. But Monty Jones ain't going to say the dumb shit. Max Kellerman's not going to say the dumb shit. Skip Bayless is going to say the dumb shit. So you need him out there. That's, that's why Shannon Sharp goes viral. And, that, and that's, that's why you pay that man $8 million a year. That's sad that that's the standard for You know what? And it shows on Twitter because all y'all come on here and say dumb shit all day about sports. I will say it's entertaining, though. Like you had the, the soap mask. And, I wouldn't know. You know, the, those things. Shannon Sharp has been entertaining, but – yeah, it's worth it to keep Skip if you're Fox because without him, I mean, they still do have Nick Wright's show is decent. 
Shannon Sharp could still be good, but like you said, he does need to be able to bounce it off of somebody. ESPN doesn't have anything. There's there's no incentive for me to watch it at all. I don't watch ESPN anymore. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, kind of sticking with their show, how um, your man Shannon Sharp swears LeBron James is the GOAT, there was some controversy on Twitter um, <clears throat> with the redesign of Lola Bunny for oh, Space Jam 2. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, I guess they have de-sexualized her character. Um, and apparently a lot of people on Twitter are mad. Uh, full disclosure, I think Space Jam 1 is a terrible movie. I have no desire to see the second one. I, I don't even know why they're doing this. But for the amount of corny that is on Twitter about a cartoon bunny rabbit being changed is f- frankly disgusting to me. And I've seen a lot of disgusting things on Twitter. But it got to the point where people in the comments making like creating their own fan art of Lola oh, Rabbit, oh, no. um, exposing herself. I'm like, oh, no man, that, <laughs> like, that like it was a real damn down bad in 4K. Jesus Christ! I was like, wait, hold on, because I had sent y'all years ago. Somebody did a fan art and a reprise story of Zootopia with the rabbit. Oh my god. god. No. It was probably him, but go ahead. Defund fan art. Defund fan fiction. Photoshop can go too. Jeez Louise. Defund art. I was like, bro, like, and it's it's prominent in the anime community because them dudes are like super nasty. Like you'll see a picture of like a character's face and you'll click on the whole thing. It'll be like they're actually <laughs> like we're like water dripping. I'm like, this character's not even sexy. Like, it's just a regular person. Why is there now? Like, I'm like, yo, why are y'all so like? I don't know if like COVID has done something to the people, but they need to open up outside. Like, These are sick. Like, bring bring back Backpage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, back. it's not even just that. Me and and one of our former guests, um, I'm not going to expose who this person on, but we took a trip down the rabbit hole on Twitter, and it's it's a lot of people and a lot of sick things, a lot of deep holes going on on Twitter. So I, I can see why. I don't know. To me, the biggest news about Space Jam Two was the amazing job they did on LeBron James' hairline. Like, that gives brothers like me hope because mm. it was so crisp and ready to go. The, the rabbit thing, it is what it is. If you like to... I have rabbits hopping outside of my window right now. Yes. By some woods. If you want to find one and stick your dick in it, it's hey, a man. Oh, hey, man. If you do do that, make sure you purchase your lube from Adam and Eve. Oh, we'll do that. PSC. We're not trying to get on Peter's bad side. Listen, people listen. are nasty. It's just how it is. No, and we do oh not condone that kind of nasty. Here's Mm-mm. the thing with the whole bunny thing I will say that. Being the only girl on the podcast, I do recall when the original Space Jams came out. I do recall Lola Bunny being all sexy, and you know, us little girls wanted to be sexy because Lola was the it girl. It did do things. It did put things in the minds of these young girls. And with the wake of Me Too and everything, when I saw that they desexualized her, I was just like, 
holy shit, she was very hypersexualized as a fucking cartoon. Like, how sick is that? That's the bigger conversation that people should be having, but nobody wants to have. Instead, they want to go and use, you know, their photoshopping and this and that to make her all extra sexy. For what? It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon, so it just goes to show that if they were to do a live version of this, what Oof. is she going to look like? Oof. What is she going to look like? Definitely you know, that uh, scene from Atlanta with the women lingerie <laughs> basketball would be what she looked like. And then it's like the whole point of Lola the Bunny's character is to be like she was she was good on the court. Was she not? Like wasn't that part of it? It's yeah. a little rusty, but it was she was hot and she was a girl. She couldn't just be a girl and be good on the court. She had to be hot, even as a fucking bunny. Yeah. That's that's what sure. it was. Looking back at it as an adult, that's that's what it was. It's sick and it's twisted. And even with her, you know, with them removing the the sexiness of her, it's it's still Lola the bunny. She still represents that, and it's sad that that's what what's expected. And yeah, it goes to sure. show what's expected of women. I'm pretty sure a male designed her character 100. percent Thousand percent, yeah. One. Let, let yeah. me see. She's around the 1940s. The fuck? Let's see. Da, da, da. Who's from the 1940s? Her original character is oh. designed in the 1940s. And along the way, I'm sure probably not that many women were in the in the rooms co-signing, but yeah, probably we, at we, least one. Maybe and, and I don't know. Now that I think about it, maybe not. So th- that kind of ties into something else uh, with the whole Dr. Seuss thing. Um, apparently, so if you're not from America, you listen to this, just assume everything in America is like rooted in racism. That's if everything. you assume that, you're probably safe. Everything. Like you got pancake mix, pancake syrup, cartoons, children's <laughs> books, the government, you know what I'm saying? Police, you know what I'm saying? Like literally everything. Like literally anything you could think of is probably rooted <laughs> or has some fabrics of racism t- tied into it. So I kind of miss this one. I'm usually kind of on top of this stuff, but I've, I've been busy doing other stuff. But um, <clears throat> I guess Dr. Seuss was outed for being racist. And I saw the picture. Ooh, buddy, that shit was hella problematic. Like, how do you even like take the time to sit down to draw that out? Be like, you know what? I'm going to sign my name to this. I think this this is the one. You know what I'm saying? Um you know, y'all saw that picture? The slave? I uh, oh. I missed the story. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm going to find it since the group chat because that shit is wild. Well, the, the way I operate when it comes to things like this is like, I I will, I always assume that every white person is racist. Every one of them. I don't care who it is. Like, at some point, this white person is going to do something racist or has done something racist that's going to get exposed so I'm not surprised when something racist does happen. So like, Dr. Seuss is a racist. Like, damn, that sucks. But like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't believe Dr. Seuss was racist. Like, a white man from the '40s was racist. Oh my god. Like, no. Like, check check the group chat. I sent I sent the picture. Let me get your let me get your oh reaction. Let me zoom in here. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> With the black face and red, like, come on, Doctor Seuss. No, the sign, the sign. Is he a real doctor? Like, he needs to be disbarred. Like, what is he take, take, take home a high, a high grade, grade nigger for a no. wood pile? 
Satisfaction guarantee. What the fuck, Dr. Seuss? With the ER. With the ER. Oh my I'm, goodness. So I'm confused what makes them high grade because, like, oh my, I, they all look I, the same. Like, I don't I, see like LeBron James out there. Like, this like they have like show to the fullest. <laughs> like Jesus, not even trying to hide it. He's so ignorant. Hey, I mean, you signed was... in right at the bottom too. Like, yep, this is yeah, it. Th- that's me, <laughs> Doctor Seuss. <laughs> but Doctor Seuss got bars. Like, who's who will come in, Doctor Seuss? Doctor Seuss or Cat in the Hat, Fox in the Box, Green Eggs and Ham your ass out these streets, man. Like, I ain't coming at him. But damn, dog. Hey. You know, like it's you know and, what's and crazy also... is I was seeing tweets of people saying like, oh my gosh, now we're going after Doctor Seuss. Like, I saw a lot of the conversations afterwards, but I didn't I did, see any yeah. of the issue. And so now that I see that photo, like, how do you mean it's not problematic? Exactly. How do you defend that? It's the this ER isn't a problem. Freedom of speech. And it also goes ties in with the. <clears throat> apparently, this was like this was like the thing. Like, this was like a, an era of cartooning because this, the, they pulled up some old episodes of Tom and Jerry. And of like Bugs Bunny, and it's the so same. Bugs Bunny got some skeletons in his closet, dog. God damn. Like, Bugs was wilding back oh. in the day. Jesus. Very, like, uh, there's a video went on Twitter. And they've like, been removed. And they've, they've been highlighted and removed. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that they're doing that. I don't. I. I would prefer that they do. Uh, they did it for a. I don't know if it, they did it for a show or for a movie, but like before the show or the movie, they put like a disclaimer. They were explaining how like, well, during this time, this was socially acceptable back then. It is no longer socially acceptable, mm. but we are going to at least give the option like of watching this or not. But we are going to explain like why you know Bugs Bunny is in blackface. It was socially acceptable back then. It's not anymore. It's not anymore. But this is what we were. We're not yeah. going to hide it. We're not going to, you know, that, that's. Until you miss that part of the show uh, and you come in, you know, 10 minutes in. <clears throat> but I, I just yeah, don't like, like the like, flicking through. I feel I don't like the idea of like white people just getting a pass on that kind of stuff. Like, oh, we're just going to erase that part of our history. Like, no, put that shit out there and explain yourself and deal with whatever consequences come with it. Like, you need to explain this. You don't just get a pass. We don't just. Hey, erase it, forget it. Hey, that's my bad. Nah, just get rid of that episode. Nah, put that shit out there. Put the original Dumbo out there. I want to see them, see them crows. So put I, that shit I, out there. I just learned about that shit because I got into a, a discussion with somebody about <clears throat> this whole topic, and I started bringing up all these Disney movies. And I was just looking up the. I was like, yeah, Dumbo has some problematic stuff, but apparently, like the crows, they they talk like stereotypical black people. And then, like, the leader of the crow is named Jim Crow. Every now and again, you might need a little extra mm, in your love life. Spice things up tonight by shopping at adamandeve.com with a vast array of toys, lingerie, and things to keep you coming. Don't forget to use KTSE at the checkout for free gifts to make your night just a little more spicy. I was like, <laughs> like Disney, y'all are y'all are wild. Like y'all are addicts. No. I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know that either. <laughs> in four K, in four K. So like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this episode of uh, it's a Bugs Bunny clip, and you don't even have to see it. You already know it's problematic. Hold on. Well, it's one of them. 
This is the this is the worst part. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Problematic. These are <coughs> kids were watching these shows oh every day for hours. Hours. Oh. Yeah. You like I'm I know I'm laughing right now. I we can laugh at this. We can laugh about it now. Some of you guys cannot laugh at these jokes. <laughs> but you can't get a pass for that. That's blatant. You know what I'm saying? That's not, you know, like, uh, what was the movie? Like Transformers, I think. One of the Transformer movies where they had, oh, like, yeah, the man. Jamaican car or whatever. Like, I like that you could almost maybe, like, oh, we're just nah, they was to get cl- They was cleaning it up. Yeah, they was cleaning it up. Or, or like, like, Jar Jar Binks or whatever. But that, like, what you just played... <laughs> You can't, you have to explain yourself on that. You have to hold that L forever. You just can't be like, all right, we're going to delete that episode forever. It never happened. We never did that. That was not how we operated. That was not part of our role here at at Looney Tunes. We would never do, like, you just can't delete that episode and just come back. You know what I'm saying? And, and do, you know, baby Looney Tunes. Like, you have to answer for that. Hold that L forever. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got to hold that L forever. Like, this is what it is. Like, somebody had to write the script for that, animate the characters, you do know, the voices. Make the, make the shit spin where the character, like, there was a lot of steps to get to, and then they actually put it out. Like, somebody had to sign off for that. Like, like, they, like, like when it comes, and not, not for, like, Black History Month, but... That shit should be taught in schools. Like when it when they talk about like, all right, we, we like you can talk about slavery until you're blue in the face, but they're not really going to talk about slavery like in the way that actually matters. But you could talk like you can bring this out and be like, hey, this is this is how they kind of incorporate racism into like everyday life to where it's like it's not just going out here calling you the n-word to your face or telling you that you can't buy property or get a job. It's we're going to show this to white kids and the black kids, and it's going to affect them in different ways, but it's going to be bad for the black people. Like, show that to, show, not show the kids, but like in middle school, high school, show them that that's what was going on back then. Like, minor stuff, like Bugs Bunny is racist. And LeBron James you know throwing him law passes to space there too. Dog. Bugs Bunny should have to answer for this right now. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to give my little take on this. When it comes to like some of the stuff that that Disney is trying to whitewash out, um, and, and you've already named a few of them, to me at this point, it's a part of history. Like I'm sure we've all grown up watching the Looney Tunes, um, watching these different shows, and we've seen blackface in cartoons and stuff. I know I have. It's not that offensive to me growing up. Like I didn't even think anything of it, to be honest with you. Even with the with the Dumbo and the Crows, or or um, there's been cartoons where they, of course, disrespected uh, Indians or Native Americans and things like that. But it's just nowadays everything's so hypersensitive to everyone that you know stuff is starting to say, okay, way well, hey, we do need to get rid of this now. But it's like we went our whole childhood with all this stuff readily available. We didn't bat an eye. Like I, I've seen Dumbo multiple times. I didn't. I didn't even correlate the Jim Crow and and the crows like at all. So it, it's just. I mean, it's good that they're getting rid of it, but 
it's so insignificant. Like I, I didn't really care growing up and I'm not going to care now. I mean, yeah, you should take the nigger part out of the, the book. That's, that's a little absurd, but you know, it was the forties. It was the time we were in Jim Crow laws. I don't know what the purpose of buying niggers was in the forties, but apparently it was big business. If you can get a stockpile of wood to keep you warm, you know, just sell a nigger, you know, but <clears throat> this is time to live in. Yeah. So, uh, I, I hope hope one of these uh, young progressive uh, <clears throat> sports commentators or you know interview folk persons ask LeBron James the tough questions about Bucks. Nope. nope. Ask a white person who's in charge of Looney Tunes. Ask them Warner Brothers who's in charge. Ask him because I know it's a white dude. Ask that person to answer for it. LeBron's didn't have to answer for this. <clears throat> I'm just start, thing, like, like, I'm, I'm gonna start spamming his his ads. <laughs> like, yo, dog, this demands this new people. You gonna run point for, for Bugs Bunny? Okay, this your man told you a lie. You gonna take this for him, brother? Yeah, <laughs> With yeah, the hat on, the laser eyes, dog. You gonna do this? The universe for <laughs> racist rabbit, dog. <laughs> racist rabbit. Don't hit the massa. Oh my gosh! All right, let's let's, let's wrap this up. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I finally heard Throat Baby. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as I thought it would have been. Did you hear the remix? Mm. The remix is terrible. I, I like I the, video. the video. The video is terrible. Um, Everything about that song is awful. Throat Baby. <laughs> I thought there was, like, I. it took me a minute to actually hear the song. So I thought they were saying Go Baby for the no. longest. I was like, oh, they're not saying that. They're, okay, never mind. Because yeah. I was thinking that around my kids. <laughs> that that of the year. There we go. Um, also, also since Marcus is about to finesse with the uh, with the Stimmy and get a PS Five and join the, the the family, um, just be aware that if you lose your uh, PlayStation Five charger, the PlayStation Four ones do not fit, and if you buy a new controller, they do not come with the charger. And none of the stores sell any accessories with the exception Ooh. of the controller. So yes. I lost my charger. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a second controller because there's going to be a charger in it. Nope. I was yes. so hurt. I was like, fuck. I just want to play the game for an hour. I just need to relax. But I got lucked out and my Nintendo Switch <laughs> charger will charge a PlayStation 5. So there you go. If you're in a pinch, find <sighs> the Nintendo Switch charger because... The eight PlayStation 4 chargers ha- I have do not work for it. So it worked out. If you want to be frustrated by Demon Souls, it is an extremely difficult game. It'll make you throw your controller across the room. So that's uh that's uh that's all I got. That's been my weekend. That and homework. So but yeah, definitely thank y'all for tuning in, unless y'all got any other uh, things. We've kind of been slacking on the song of the week. Uh we'll bring it back. Uh I was back on Stove God this week, so shout out to Stove God Cooks. Well, I got one. It's going to be by Namdi. It's called Five O'Clock Shadow. It's a song. You know how like they called Kendrick Lamar like a weirdo rapper, like a weird guy? This nigga's weird as fuck. That's all I'm going to say. He'll be using the alien voice and shit. Hella weird. Jesus Christ. Is it like Chance the Rapper weird or? It's kind of, it's like Tyler the Creator outcast uh a little kendrick 
Oh, I like my favorite week is a song that I randomly found. Um, it's called Bossa Nova with Cashed On T Grizzly. I love that song. Love it. Shout out to well, I'm gonna go with the classic for my song of the week. I was gonna go with Drake, um, the song with Lil Baby, uh, Wants and Needs, but instead, I'm gonna go with George Michael, Freedom 1990. Great song, means a lot for a certain community. I love that song now. It, it just, I love it, especially knowing that he's gay. And what that song probably meant to him and the people of that community. Very powerful song. Uh, just closing, I know we didn't really get to touch on it. We're way too deep in the Matrix, but I got a Black song. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. My song is called Hallelujah by Will Clark. And it's such a fun song. It, it makes you want to vote. And it's so weird because I think it is considered like a church song, but it makes you want to vote. It's just so much fun. Check it out. Hallelujah, Will Clark. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to say a little small piece. I know we didn't get a chance to get into coming to America too, but. Oh, man. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Watch it. So. <laughs> Y'all, when it comes to sequels, my brothers and sisters, you have to look at it in a bunch of different ways. First of all, I challenge anybody to find me a sequel that was better than the original for this week. That, that's my thing. Just find find a, a sequel that was better than the original. Um, and we'll talk about it next week, I assume. But just that that's my thing for this week. Um, shout out to Capital City Mambo Sauce. It is delicious, but if it gets in your eye, it's going to fuck you up. Um, <laughs> shout out to everybody that's been holding us down. Uh, I love y'all. Um, of course, follow us on YouTube. And uh, yeah, thank you for the opportunity, you guys. Uh, okay, yeah. Bye. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, shout out to all the weirdos who are like treating Space Jam 2 like it's some sort of like cinematic moment for adults. It's a movie for 10 year olds, Josh. I know you hate LeBron, but like this movie is not for you, it's for your child. Get over yourself. Yeah, and the first one was ass. So, like, like I was ten years I was ten years old when the first Space Jam came out. If I was ten years old and I saw this Space Jam, oh, I'd be hyped. This shit looks cool as fuck. If I was ten, as a thirty-five year old, I'm like, All right, whatever. As a ten-year-old me, oh, I'm here for Space Jam too. Uh, people don't even buy LeBron James shoes. Anywho, so shout out to the Ox DJ. Dot my name on you for already shouting us out. Chan Lee Self Control Podcast. I got a Grammy. Living to Sin. Just CJ Jonathan Seven. Darkest Night Forty Two. Padre O Nine Two Zero. Yes, another podcast. Uh, the big homie, Mister Alexius. Definitely follow him. Rachel Doe. Check Amfro. I stole the rum. Kings Rum ATL. No Bueno Puta. Rise Up. O Eight O Two. And the homie Jay Free. Shout out to the secret listener. Uh, he or she knows who he or she is. <laughs> Who uh, <clears throat> checks my checks the podcast if I make mistakes? So uh, shout out to you. So uh, yeah, uh, this is KTSC Ave. We number kick it and we out. Peace. Ain't no way.